Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. I Guts, Barry. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and together? you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. The best is how the yards are highly chosen. Well, good morning. This is Annie for Showgirls. A look at Australian film industry as it stands at the moment and uh, you're on 3CR which is your community radio station 855 on your am dial we are also podcast so that you can uh, pick us up later on if you miss it today or you just want to hear what we said again anyway well the premier event that happened over the time between last program and this was of course the opening night of the St Kilda Film Festival it was a great success. Lots of people there. Uncle Jack Charles was a preeminent MC, and the speeches were mercifully reasonably short, with a Martin Foley proving that politicians can keep speaking under applause or otherwise to keep proceedings moving along to the undying gratitude of the masses. The shorts on the night were thoroughly enjoyable. The after-party at the Salt Sea Bars was loud and well-fed, with celebrities and industry fellows enjoying their night of nights. But I am taking away from all that glitz. You will need to go on to the St Kilda Film Festival page to find out all the events and screenings up to May the 28th. Today we are going to South Australia, where some amazing film projects have been incubated. I spoke to Amanda Duffy, she's the director, the CEO of the Adelaide Film Festival, who has been part of a thing called Hive Fund, which is in its third and last incarnation. But I'll let Ms Amanda tell us more about this and why it is such a great contribution to Australian film culture. Hive is this um, is a really fantastic initiative that's been running now since 2010 and it's it's twofold. It's the Hive Lab and the Hive Fund. So the lab is um, about bringing together some of Australia's exceptional filmmakers and exceptional artists to, uh, to workshop their ideas and development and creative processes in a residential lab. And um, they're mentored by various people from, from screen and theatre and dance and music um, and... They get to sort of learn from each other. You know, they're they're all pretty famous or well known or renowned in their own right, but um, but they really have the opportunity to sort of sit down and, as a filmmaker, to wrestle with how is the theatre production developed and then realised for um, 
orchestra presentation and and the same sort of dancers and choreographers and musicians and and theatre makers learning that very different creative process that uh, that is involved in the in the film and and TV industry. So it's this fantastic little melting pot. It's called Hive. So of course we hope for cross pollination, and um, people get to. Um, sort of develop their work and workshop their work with these um, fantastic um, minds who are sort of all on the vision of trying to create work that might be eligible for the higher fund. So uh, who decides on which group of people will be working together? Mm -hmm. So the, um, the Hive Lab and Hive Fund partners are the Adelaide Film Festival, Australia Council for the Arts, ABC TV and Screen Australia. And we have other partners who come on board for the lab, like the South Australian Film Corporation. And, um, but those, those four parties are the, um, are the high fund partners. So we all contribute to, um, to the lab to make sure that that happens. And then we all sort of pull production money so that we have a pot of money. So we've had three Hive Fund rounds and we've just announced the, the final, uh, the third and final Hive Fund round. And as, as I say, that's all been, um, those monies have been put together through Screen Australia, Australia Council, ABC and also the Adelaide Film Festival. So those partners all look at the work, look at the applications and um, we we all decide on on the final selection of projects to be funded through Hive. So, how many projects were there before the sele- uh, for you mm-hmm. you to select from? Yep. So we've had two previous Hive fund rounds, and we've been able to commission five amazing projects through those two rounds. So we've had in the first the first uh, round was Tender, a feature documentary directed by visual artist and filmmaker Lynette Walworth. We had the um, feature film The Boy Castaways from the director Michael Cantor and also we had a half hour um, I Want to Dance Better at Parties which was a fantastic hybrid dance doco drama from um, Matt Bate, filmmaker, and Gideon Abarsnik, ex-Chunky Move. So that was their collaboration. In the second round we had two feature films one of them being Spear, the first feature film from Stephen Page, and that was a collaboration with, with Bangara um, Dance Company, and also the feature film Girl Asleep, which was um, the debut from Rosemary Myers, the theatre director from Windmill Theatre Company. No, but you you had five that you've commissioned. How many did you? Ch- uh, how many were there to look at before you got those five? Oh right. Um, from memory, the first round, which I think was back in 2011, I think we, you know, they over 20, but less than 45 from memory. So quite quite a few, and um, and it's been sort of similar through the years that um, that we've we've had the opportunity to sort of look at a range of work because, of course, it's a national call-out. So we get, um, you know, a number of projects from filmmakers or artists or arts organisations. But the, um, the, the prerequisite for the high fund 
is that the director or the co-director needs to be an artist, so not from with a filmmaking background, yeah, so but some other arts practice background. Yeah. So yeah. you're you're uh, you're deliberately working towards a collaboration between the various sectors, the filmmaking, uh, yeah, which is a fabulous notion. Did you did you come up with that idea yourself? It was cooked over, cooked up over a fabulous dinner in Adelaide in 2010 with the then director of the Adelaide Film Festival, Katrina Sedgwick, um, Lynette Walworth, Adele Han, also from the Adelaide Film Festival, and myself. And we were all sort of, it started as a lab and then, um, then we, when we realised the potential of it, and at that point I was head of arts and entertainment at ABC TV, um, um, I said, let's, let's, you know, create a real quest and, uh, and put money together for a fund. So I went to talk to the Australia Council and they loved it and then subsequently went to talk to Screen Australia who also came on board with the fund. Yeah, which is great. Now, uh, it's great that the uh, even if only five are actually commissioned, it's great that so many people are actually involved in it. Do Absolutely. It, because it, it sort of ripples out because it... it, um, it it uh, sort of releases the notions of what um, a performing arts company can do with their business plan and their um, their creative output, and they can start to think of screen-based projects as another arm of their business. So it, it's sort of developing um, sort of innovative business plans and, and funding models for more traditional arts-based companies, which I think is really exciting, but also for filmmakers who can learn about uh, and experience those different creative processes that, um, that come into play for a dance work or a theatre work that they... They're, they're sort of notions that don't really um, play into the traditional film development structure. Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. Hi, my name is Sophia Turkovich, the director of Once My Mother. Uh, you're listening to Radio 3CR, the real radio station. You're on 3CR with Annie on Showreel, and we're listening to a chat I had with uh, the CEO of the Adelaide Film Festival, Amanda Duffy. She's talking about the initiative called Hive Fund, which has been responsible for uh, funding and uh, incubating, in fact, some extraordinary film projects in Australia. Well, I have to say that uh, the three that you've chosen to commission on paper are terrifyingly great. <laughs> yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, now guilty. How did those people, the uh, art person, uh, Matthew Sleeth, mm -hmm. get connected with Robert Connolly and Andrew Bovell, who I would have to say are two of the most fantastic products of filmmaking in Australia? Oh, 
I totally agree with you. Um, Matthew was um, was part of the Hive Lab that we held during the Adelaide Film Festival in October 2015. He'd obviously seen the work that had been produced with, you know, Stephen Page and, and Lynette and Walworth and a whole bunch of other people. So films were already out there so people could sort of understand what the whole process meant. So he was part of the lab. Andrew Bevel was a um, was a mentor in that lab and um, so was John Harvey, the producer of Spear, which was executive produced by Robert Connolly. So the, it, it, it's very much, a you know, the pro- cross-pollination dream of Hive um, coming, coming real... Uh, coming into play so that was it was really fantastic and and in order for people to keep their eyes and ears open for the final result because the result will come out in 2017 guilty is actually about uh, the last days of the artist and executed bali nine prisoner maruan sukumaran Mm -hmm. so it's a tough subject and it's quite an extraordinary idea that uh this film will be made. Absolutely. I mean, I know the word audacious has been used sort of for, for all of the call-outs for, for the lab and the fund, but um, the, the trio of films that we've commissioned for this third and final high fund really do uh, speak to that. Well, I have actually interviewed the um, Back to Back theatre company mm-hmm. from Geelong and there they were telling me that uh, they were going to enter into the world of film and so this is the film that they're talking about, Bunghole. Yeah, yeah Bunghole, divine title, um, very catchy. Um, it, it, Bruce was also part of the Hive Lab in 2015 as was Emma Magenta from, from the third project. Which yeah, which remembering Agatha, which we'll yeah. talk about too because that's yeah. fabulous as well. Yeah. Um, so they were all part of the Hive Lab, but um, they had, and because they were here during the festival in October 2015, they they got to see Spear and they got to see Girl Asleep, um, which had their Australian premieres here at, at the festival. And and you know the arts world is um, is very connected. Everybody knows what everybody else is doing, so. The industry is very aware of the projects that have gone through Hive and and the opportunities that having a film that, because it's created or directed by artists, it means it can travel to arts festivals across Australia and internationally, but it can also be entered into film festivals across Australia and internationally. So um, it's it's a double bunger not to be punning on the bunghole title. <laughs> well, they were a really impressive group of people, the uh, back-to-back, and uh, as they said to me, don't be worried about, don't uh, veer away from the uh, term disabled. You know, they uh, are fabulous uh, people who um, really punch above their weight in telling and explaining to the world around them uh, the artistic endeavours of a group of people who can are uh, labelled disabled. Uh, so that's uh, it also uh, that whole notion of the ship of fools, yeah. uh, an allegory of the ship of fools, which uh, has been done before, obviously, because <laughs> it's a medieval tale. But uh, 
I remember there was a production in the 80s called The Ship of Fools, yeah. uh, which was fabulous. Uh, so it's the, the combining of uh, historical as well as a present-day uh, views as Definitely. well. As and, and just to see that through the the prism of, of Bruce's work with the um, back-to-back company, I think um, I think it will be a very, very fresh and exciting take on the ship of fools. I think so too. In fact, uh, a lot of this stuff will really uh, um, travel well internationally, I can imagine. So remembering Agatha is the third one. Uh, yes. So this is a, um, a half hour from uh, an amazing artist, writer and director, Emma Magenta, who... Um, does completely divine animation and um, and drawings uh, with 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 various characters, including um, Philippa Finch, who's um, who's one of her stable characters. And uh, so, remembering Agatha is her um, her live action mixed with animation, telling the story of um, of a woman who's sort of overwhelmed by family and. And the domestication of her spirit. So I'm sure lots of people in the audience will be able to to relate to her tale. Do do they have a? They're all half hour, are they? Guilty is one hour. Remembering yeah. Agatha and Bunghole are both half hour. And so that was already decided. It's it, it, it's a process of you know of of conversation and discussion and and as I say, they've all gone through the Hive Lab. And so they can see what might be required for the film fest- film festival premiere, but also what might be required for the ABC TV broadcast. So it's um, it's 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 an ongoing collaborative process and uh, working out what what duration and and what sort of approach would be best to realise that that artist slash director's vision. Uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to speak to you, Amanda, was because of the incredible innovative approach, uh, processes that seem to be coming out of Adelaide. Uh, it seems to be almost out of step of uh, with the conformity that we're seeing in a lot of other places that are, seem to have a lot of discussion around things like... Uh, uh, box office and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and uh, without uh, being connected to the need to create environments for our own stories, uh, yep. how how is this possible? To come, why are you kicking above your weight? Well, I, I think that um, I think that we are. It's not that we're obsessed with box office or ratings, but. It is absolutely a priority. We need to be creating work that is going to reach a broad audience, um, reach a wider audience. So we don't just want to make, you know, sort of a, a spectacular and innovative development process and then create work that nobody is going to see. Obviously, we're really, really focused on getting it out to as many people as possible. And I think um, I think you're right. There is... Um, there is something unique about uh, Adelaide with that really deep heritage of extraordinary festival experiences with the films that have been created here over the years, um, that that there is a, a desire just to get on, develop the work and get it out there. And um, 
I think it, it's also geography because we're not caught up in that sort of East Coast white noise, if you like. Um, it is more affordable for artists to live here so that they can really focus on the work and not worry about so much about, you know, extraordinarily high rents for, for their organisations or personally. So it means that people can be really, really focused on creating the work and, and that means that you have, you know, the extraordinary theatre for young people organisations like Slingsby and Windmill and Patch creating work that obviously tour around Australia but also they, they go overseas. Um, and that's the same with our filmmakers, um, you know, Closer Productions with 52 Tuesdays. Oh, and fabulous Hattie, film. Gorgeous film um, that um, are, you know, made for not huge budgets, but they absolutely strike a chord with audiences, not just nationally, but internationally as well. So I think, um, you know, um, Victoria is obviously blessed with really significant arts funding. We don't have that level of arts funding in South Australia, but I think what we have, we um, we use really, you know, in a, take smart approaches to how we use that. I, I definitely agree. And the other thing that I was going to say and give you a compliment of, your, your practicality. So you've got the kernel of... Uh, artistic pursuit you bring these people together but you never take your eye off the ball in the sense that you've made collaborations and networks that allow for already there's a space where they're going to be shown so the collaboration with the ABC for example it's already going to be shown so your ability to think as a producer is obviously extremely important to the whole process yeah and I think that is um non-traditional um, partnerships and and sort of really find eking out opportunities from step one. I think that's what all of us are doing now, whether you're from a broadcaster or a festival or an arts organisation, because there's, there's so much competition for audience attention. Um, there's so much demand on the limited sort of screen and arts funding that's available nationally and, and at a state level that we absolutely have to be thinking, you know, um, how to, how to sort of send it out to audiences both here and overseas. Well, the first screenings are going to be, for these three, are going to be at the Adelaide Film Festival in 2017. Is it actually the last hive? It will be, and um, and people ask that a lot. But it's been it's been a fantastic seven year cycle. We would have um, seen you know around forty to fifty people going through the labs, um, which is you know an incredible achievement. And that those relationships keep on sort of um, rolling out new work and new relationships. Bearing we fruit, basically. We would have basically. a slate of eight incredibly distinctive films um, that have, have done well, you know, on television and international festivals and, and found some of them found audiences through cinema release in Australia. So I think that's, um, as, a, as a neat seven-year block, I think that's an extraordinary achievement and, and I'm one for regenerating, not necessarily just sending out the same model again and again. So your job is done? 
Yeah, well, now we need to just think of the next thing. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. It's a pleasure. Great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's it for Showreel this week. We've been uh, talking to Amanda Duffy, who is the CEO of the Adelaide Film Festival. Coming up next is Published or Not. But before I go, I should remind you that uh, the Radiothon is coming up. If you want Showreel to continue on your airwaves, we need a little bit of support, some money. So uh, we wouldn't mind if you... uh, saved up a few pennies, rang us up on uh, June the 16th because that's when we're having our Radiothon program and uh, perhaps you can uh, contribute your ideas about the best Australian film that uh, you have uh, seen this year. Adios amigo. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.